It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Glenda Jackson. Are you are you ready to watch the Muppets? I'm ready to watch the Muppets. Did you watch the Muppets? I did, but of course I want to talk to you about what I'm watching on TikTok and current events. Talk to me about currently obsessed with. What's going on on TikTok, Megan? Danny Masterson. Whoa. Okay. Getting convicted. The Danny Masterson shit. And then the Ashton Kutcher. And did you see Mila Kunis's face in that video? How she was like. Fuck that. When they say they asked us and she made the face. Uh-huh. You know she made the face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she must love Ashton Kutcher so fucking much. That whole that thing. she even did so, that. So, like, the Danny Masterson stuff is horrible. The apology of, or whatever you want to call it, the video that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis put out was also, like, a very much deranged thing. I saw on Twitter they that. They were, like, it seemed like they were blackmailed into doing that. Yeah. Well, I saw, okay, so I saw that basically... Someone did this like psychopathic deep dive and found out that they filmed their video, their like apology video in front of like this beautiful barn that they have in their like sprawling yard that like, oh, what a weird corner to pick is your like apology corner in your like estate. They didn't you know? want the kids to hear probably. Probably <laughs> not. But um, I also saw like this whole thing that I will urge you to do further research on because I don't have any of the information fully right now because we're just like stream of consciousness talking about this but there's belief that ashton kutcher i think is either an accomplice in a murder or oh something. yeah his first his girlfriend yes yeah, yeah, yeah. and that this kind of maybe ties to the whole danny masterson shit too yep so there's like after now that danny masterson is going to be serving i think they said 30 years also to life. why didn't i know that francis from malcolm in the middle is his brother yeah chris masterson and they right? look exactly alike they do except look chris exactly masterson's alike. a little better looking mm-hmm. It's just like an afro versus, yeah. not afro, but you know, like he has that curly hair yeah. and everything, the mutton chops and shit. It's the that 70s show vibe versus like the clean cut of Francis and that shit. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, that, all of that shit is really horrible. And like. And I didn't know, like, I learned so much about like how the whole Topher, uh, what's his, Topher, Topher Grace? Grace, yeah. That. Like, he was kind of, like, anti that cast and things like that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I mean, he up and leaves the show towards the end also. I, don't, I think there's two seasons without him. And, like, the kids just hang out in, like, Red and Kitty's basement? Yeah. That's I don't weird. know how they managed to, like, figure out a way to put them all together still. That's weird. Yeah, the kids all stay. Because I think Hyde maybe goes on to live with Kitty and them. Yeah, I you can know? see that. So she because Hyde sort of grows on them. Yeah, that there's a reason enough for him to stay there, but I don't know why. That '70s show when it first came out, like I didn't watch all through it. Mm-hmm. It was such a good fucking show. Oh yeah, it was great when it first. I started. loved it. Yeah, and it was on. It was one of the. It was a Fox sitcom, so like Fox sitcoms always had that like edgier kind of vibe to them. You it was know? fucking. Funny. Whether it really was or not, it just seemed like it maybe was more. Oh my you god. Know? Well, they would go around in the circle when they were all high. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Those scenes are really funny, too, usually. Kitty, when she's drinking, Red. Like, all the characters are really good in that show. And it, like, you know, it really launched some careers. Like, I mean, 
It totally launched Mila Kunis's career. I mean, yeah. I mean, she was in and like commercials Kutcher. and things. Yeah, it's crazy how like successful and like in everything they were and are. And then like reading about Ashton Kutcher's like twin brother and how he is like Kutcher's a twin brother who's peril who's like cerebral palsy or Jesus something like Christ. that and had to get a heart transplant. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's insane. Anyway. So is that your, tic, your, your no, TikTok report for today? TikTok, Just Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson, it like it's mind blowing, and like so much is coming out about it. Mm-hmm. And they like the things I've I've heard about too. It's like it's right. A lot of this stuff happened in the early aughts, right before the iPhone came out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, so like it's the like ability to film things and record stuff. Doing, yeah, yeah, and like. I've just heard about like all the horrible things that have happened to a lot of women in Hollywood at that time. Like yeah. a lot of like like Lindsay Lohan ass, like mm-hmm. all those people who have been like treated like crazy. And it's crazy to me that these Scientologists continue to get away with they get what they get away yeah. with and like continue to have the amount of power. Look that at they how have. long it took to take him down. You know? The the church was obviously supporting and hiding and helping and well what's you know. crazy too it's like one of the things ashton kutcher says is like oh he especially supported like firefighters after 9 11 do you know that there was all sorts of complaints about what he did he was getting he was using uh like mm. l ron hubbard-esque like interventions oh. to like help tra- trauma from 9 11 for the firefighters oh and wasn't giving them help and like the firefighters were complaining Mm. isn't that crazy That's aren't people insane. garbage how okay what i want to know is how do you become that garbage of a person i don't know it takes a lot of money though i do it must, I because do see that what i think is like i've had trauma in my life and mm-hmm. there's a period of time where i was truly a trashy not trashy i was a garbage person mm-hmm. like i i would consider myself a piece of trash wasn't a great person didn't treat myself kindly didn't treat people i loved kindly uh-huh. i just was shit yeah and I did stupid things when I was like, whatever, especially drinking and things. But like, never have I ever been that much of a piece of garbage. Yeah. Ever. And I, I'm i like ashamed of the level of garbage that I was. Mm-hmm. And I just am like, how do people even was, live with themselves? It was, it, <sighs> it was never harmful to others, you know? like My garbage? Yes. Yeah. No, it was. Well, but not like... No, I Doug, mean to say... You're like, trying to make me feel to better. This, to it this was. level and everything. You know, like, yeah. it was not, like, this... Some of these things, it's despicable. It really is. You know, like... And, like, the, the power, power that, trip. The power trips. Yes. Yes. Why do you need that power trip? Like, so what... as this... And, like, the parents who, like, enabled this stuff to happen. That... And, like... It does come a lot down to parenting. Really. No, but they, like supported him mm-hmm. and like his aunt was in the church and this is like the Scientology's mm-hmm. fucking wild that success during Scientology like uh, being a Scientologist and then coming to success is very interesting to me it's more interesting to me than having success and then finding Scientology you know like um, Leah Remini was brought up in the church of Scientology she became a successful person while actively being a Scientologist. It was not the other way around, you know? Versus, like, Yeah, Leah but her Remini connections about... helped her. Yes. The Scientology yes. connections help people become famous. But, like, they, want... they wanted her... She talks very openly about them wanting her to use her connections to now 
fucking get Jennifer Lopez yeah. to be a Scientologist. Get Kevin James to be a Scientologist. Get these people that you're friendly with. Like, why aren't you literally handing them a cup of fucking Kool-Aid, you know? I don't know. Scientology is a fucking mess. But, like... After, first of all, reading... So is Catholicism. <laughs> yeah. Reading that book about... Yeah, but you know what? Catholicism is a mess, but then there's, like, things that people do. Like, there's a women's group that, like, does crafts and, like, uh-huh. give shit away to people who yeah. need, like, blankets and this yeah. and that. There's like, not, like, a lot of, at least to our my knowledge, splintering sects of Scientology that, like, you know... <laughs> Yeah, like, I would say that... All you hear about is the Hollywood Center and, you know, that kind of shit. That Catholicism is harmful and has been harmful. Oh, yeah. But the people... I don't know. I think it's a little different because I don't... I think that there's a lot of people who are Catholic who are trying to do, like, really good things in the Mm -hmm. world. Yeah. And... Altru like whatever altruism is, but like in an altruistic way, mm-hmm. something that's like beyond themselves and beyond the church. Yeah, but I don't think people in Scientology are trying to do things beyond the church. No, do you know what I mean by no, that? No, I don't yeah. think so. I think you're right. And yeah. like, I can't even begin. That it's to... like very like nanu nanu. Yeah, and you know what the, the church is, and you're right. And like Scientology is more like it's more of a mic. It's like snicher and smaller yeah. yeah then catholicism has spread through the entire like are there scientologists like yes. like all throughout the world i don't know that i know that like we grew up with scientologists in our high school whether we knew it or not I do you're kidding me yes, we'll talk off mic but um <laughs> yeah do i know them you probably do and they were they rich, more and more into the church. Were they, are they were they rich kid? No. Oh. Not by my knowledge, at least. Did they live in a rich neighborhood? E, richer. That yeah, they were a rich kid. Richer, around the, like you know, in a nice part of, in like a richer, <laughs> in a richer part of a nice neighbor, an already so, fine neighborhood. Okay, so like country place. No area. No, like in Sayerwood South. Oh, in Sayerwood South. Okay, but so like, not in like a nicer, like model. Okay. In, like, the upgrade model. That's okay. Yeah. I got you. Why don't you get me started? All right, Megan. Why don't we get things started? (sighs) Why don't we? (laughs) Pops finishes a phone call where he has ordered a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, insisting that it talks. He greets Glenda at reception, who is accompanied by a penguin who identifies himself as Eric. Glenda Jackson? No, Eric. Not the famous actress. Yes. That's right, Eric, not the famous actress. Beats me why you stars hang around with creeps like that. I'm not his creep, I'm his limousine. Drive on! (laughs) Dressing room one, you can't miss it! You know who I thought this Glenda Jackson was at first? The woman who plays Peter Pan. Oh my god. She's hosted an episode of The Muppet Show. We've watched it. She hosted the Robin Hood episode. She's American, though? Oh no, she's British. What is her name? Sheesh. Sandy Duncan. No, that's not Peter Pan. Sandy Duncan was Peter Pan. No, no, no. Peter Pan woman. Damn it, it was Sandy Duncan. I, I was like, I'm, I'm keeping all of this dead air like, as you no. Google and prove me right. No, you're right. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. 
The Muppet Show theme, Gonzo blows his trumpet and gets pushed out of the way by four penguins. Next, Kermit tells the audience that their planned acts include centipede tag team wrestling. No, starring Mary Martin. Mary Martin. That's who I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking of this 1954 Mary Martin version of Peter Pan. Do you know this? My no. nanny used to make me watch this. This looks like it was in a clamshell VHS box, though. It was. And I used to watch it, and my nanny would go, that's a woman. I'd be like, Peter Pan's not a woman. Just like I was like, RuPaul is not a man Megan, when I was did little. did you watch the live Peter Pan on NBC where no. Allison Williams played Peter Pan? I saw should video we do that? Should we do that as an episode of The Muppet Show? I don't think so. That's for the Patreon? Or are we doing that on Twitch? Are we doing Twitch now? Oh my God. What fake thing do we have a sub stack? Is that it? Yeah, sub stack. What, we're on Discord, right? <laughs> Kermit tells the audience that their planned acts include centipede tag team wrestling, the singing marinated turnips, and the fabulously versatile actress Glenda Jackson. Woo! Gonzo sings Working at the Car Wash Blues with I... some chickens in a car wash station. What a good start. His dream sequences include sitting well dressed in a car that has come in for service and working in an office where his assistant, Miss Leghorn, First played by all, Camilla the Chicken, is so attractive he's in that a suit. he takes the afternoon off. I swear to God, speaking of like that bro behavior, he was very much that. Gons was a breast he man. He was an executive. He is a breast man. He was an executive uh-huh. and he took off. <laughs> I don't know why Gonzo gets a pass, though. Like, I don't know. He kind of does get a pass. He gets a pass, he's right? He's so like, weird. It's and not he's so Link. Creepy. It's not, he's it's so not horny, Kermit. He's he is horny. so horny. He's horny, but I think Camilla's horny, too. Oh, Camilla's. I think they're just in love. Camilla wants it. They just love each other. They do, quote, yeah. unquote, love each other. But, like, you saw Camilla when that big bird was around. And Gonzo... I saw Gonzo when that big bird was around. Gonzo be The three of them were taking that bird. They were going home together. That's true. I think you're right. Kermit greets Glinda <laughs> in her dressing room, where she and Eric speak heavily in aquatic references. Kermit suspects she has ties to the ocean. <laughs> Meet! Black Jackson, the heartless pirate captain. Aha! <laughs> and I, be Eric, the heartless pirate parrot. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's silly. You're not a parrot. You're a penguin. This be a disguise. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, take it off. No. Aha! What, what's the matter? Aren't you wearing your parrot suit underneath? And get it? Trumple. <laughs> he do be a ruthless, heartless pirate, but he do like his privacy. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a second. I didn't order that music sting. No, I did. I'm taking over. Oh, yeah. whoa. You and whose army? Me and my army. <laughs> <laughs> Now meet bunny boyos. One, two, three, four. You go stealthy now, and we do be masters of this tub. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can't take over my theater with this motley band. They will have the help of short John Silver. And <laughs> <laughs> two sweetums? Actually, I think he ate three. Perhaps you'd better count the chickens. <laughs> this right now is... Parrots, pirates, the whole 
Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. A few weeks ago, we lost him at this point, and that was... There was a Margaritaville in the... Air Margaritaville. So when we got to the airport, we unfortunately were in Terminal 4, and our friend who was traveling with us was in Terminal, I think, 3. So we had to part ways with her very suddenly when we Mm. got to the airport. And uh, she was like... She sent a text to the group like, oh, man, I thought there was a TJ Fridays in our airport, but I think it's in your terminal. So then I snapped her a picture of Air Margaritaville like as a joke, mm-hmm. like, ha-ha. And then she responded that she was sitting in an Air Margaritaville. Oh, so it's in every terminal. <laughs> Funny. I've never been to a Margaritaville. I've been to a cheeseburger in Paradise. I've never been to a cheeseburger in Paradise. Which I assume is another Jimmy Buffett branded. I've only been to a Margaritaville. I, yo, I have been to Margaritaville. Last year at New York Comic Con, my brothers both looked at me and they were like, you want to go get something to eat as the show was closing you for the day? You want chicken And I was like, yeah, let's go get something to eat. And they were like, we want to go to Margaritaville in Times Square. And I was like, why? We walked all the way from the fucking Javits Center to Margaritaville in Times Square. Sweet. With like A 25 minute Megan, walk. With like... 50 pound bags of like oh, all the shit schlepping? we bought from the con from the con <sighs> yeah i had that huge muppet omnibus that i bought all this shit yes i schlepped all of that shit in like a jan sport it's honestly better to walk than drive it, yeah it definitely was easier in the long run but like why was it and, packed no oh and every 15 minutes a laser light show lit up a margarita that the Statue of Liberty was holding in her hand, and dolphins swam through the margarita. <laughs> it was sounds like some kitschy shit that I love. And our server, he had told us he was brand new. He looked like he was going to like throw up each time a song started. You'd just see him. He like it rattled him already to his core. Yeah, um, he's probably not there anymore. Yeah, I was. Gonna <laughs> I would have to imagine he's moved job. over to the you know Bubba Gumps or the. Uh, <laughs> What's that no Texas barbecue place? Texas Roadhouse? I don't know. There's like oh. some, that barbecue place over in Times Square area. I don't remember. Oh, Christ. So rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. There's so many of those like kitschy oh, themed yeah. restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. What was the one? I think there's a Sweeney Todd's restaurant in like the oh, village. My God. I don't remember. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Where everything's like a pie then, though? I have no idea. You know, like, I hate the idea of a meat pie, any sort of a pie. You know, like, shepherd's shepherd's pie, pie, any of those things. That's some British shit. That is some British shit. TM, that's some British shit. Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Yes, Here's more about pirates. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. The pirates find their way on stage to sing Tie the Man Down, but the number ends with three of them tied tied together in ropes. Let's look up Tie the Man Down. It sounds sexy. Tie the Man Down is a parody of the classic sea shanty, Blow the Man Down. So it was sexy, Megan, and they changed it up. <laughs> this was familiar to me, though. I was like, oh, is this just some like Pirates of the Caribbean shit? Like, why do I know this? Tie the Man Down. But I guess it's just like an old sea shanty. Meg, what was this episode doing for you? Was it doing anything? It was. It was making me excited. I liked it. I, I liked really? that she was like a pirate. Mm-hmm. I did like that she was character because I didn't know her at all. And what were they going to do with her? And is she a pirate? I just like, I guess I like that What are we going to do with people is interesting. Like if you have a musician, we're going to make the musician sing their hits yeah. alongside the she Muppets. She had a nice voice, this woman. She did. But, like, when you have another sort of celebrity, they're like, we're going to put you in sketches. We're going to make you sing regardless of whether you can or not. You know, it's it's interesting. Because I'm not familiar with her either. Should we go into that now? 
You think we should take sure. a look? Sure, let's take a look. So I, this episode didn't do much for me personally, but I did like when they take the show like, over and it becomes a boat or whatever, and I you like can that. see that it's swaying and everything. I think this episode picked up picks up at the UK spot. Not going to lie, because I like the UK spot. It's this fucking parrot, and he's just singing. And it's, it's so It's a very goofy. UK spot, UK spot. And it's also. so goofy. Okay, so Glenda Mae Jackson, born May 9th, 1936. She passed on June 15th, 1923. Wow. Just a couple weeks ago at this point. She was an English, English actress and politician. She was one of the few performers to achieve the American Triple Crown of Acting having won two Academy Awards, three Emmy Awards, and a Tony. She's a fucking amazing She's a woman. member of the Labor Party. She served continuously as a member of Parliament for 23 years, initially for Hampstead and Highgate from 1992 to 2010, and Hampstead to Kilbourne from 2010 to 2015. That's crazy. Wow, she passed at 87. In just a few years, like, she was in her 80s, and she was serving on Parliament. That's, That's pretty amazing. Cool. And for, like, the Labor Party, I assume, you know, she was a pretty, you know, progressive and for the people kind of person. It's the Tories that are, like, shit, right? The Tories? Yeah, isn't that, like, the, like, the Republicans? The oh, right? the I have no idea. I think the Labor Party is their more progressive. I don't remember. God, I can barely keep up with American politics. Labor Party is a political party described as the alliance of social democrats, democratic socialists, and trade unionists. Wait, Democrats are different there. And so are Republicans. Like, I know Democrats like... in, in Australia. That's like oh. the, like, you know. But yeah, she's a union woman. So, I mean, you can't really be a union person and be a republican unions were always much stronger in the uk than they were here yeah yeah so all around she seems to be a pretty cool well decorated person she's very well decorated but i'm surprised that she was decorated in all those ways you know how many ladies and uh like great actors have become like dames and Mm -hmm. things she doesn't have any of those that is interesting she was honored by like american theater but she wasn't honored by the world where like judy dench maggie smith like who are as far as i can see just actresses not just no they're i'm saying like that they're they're incredible actresses but it's like it seems as though you know she found other ways to uh judy dench i love judy dench to perform i watched that movie where they're all just talking and they're having tea all those the ladies oh my god i I know what you're talking about maggie smith's in that also right yeah they're literally just all like just gabbing gals i liked it a lot actually (laughs) what the hell is that called Gabbing gals. <laughs> yeah. Gabbing gals. And it's Maggie Smith. Ladies it's, at lunch. Yeah, it's the woman who plays Dolores Umbridge, yeah. I'm sure, is there. Oh, my God. It was so good. I loved Joanna it. Lumley in that? In I that wish lump? Joanna no. Lumley was in it. Did you see uh, a while ago, did we talk about this on the, on the show, when Joanna Lumley was talking at um, the inauguration, is it the inauguration? Not of the, like, the coronation of... King Charles, right? I guess so. At the coronation, she was like videoed at the coronation, Joanna Lumley, in like a talking head, you know. And they were like, oh, Joanna, how is, you know, how's your, how's the coronation going for you? And she said that she loves hanging out with Camilla and uh, the now king. 
because she'll just drive up in her car and have some wonderful lavish meal. <laughs> and then when she goes to leave, her car has been washed and detailed by like the castle, by like the staff. And then someone was like, can you please explain to me why my government is paying for Joanna Lumley to have a nice dinner and they're cleaning her car also? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? I know. That's so crazy. <laughs> I do love Joanna Lumley, though. You can't say a bad word about oh, her. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, wash her car. She's fucking terrific. Wash her car. I love her so much. <gasps> All right, so now uh... backstage, Glenda announces that the Muppet Show has cast off to search for buried treasure. Kermit protests, but her crew ties him up and con- she continues to prepare the ship to go underway. Kermit, still rope-bound, introduces Fozzie's comedy act, but Fozzie only gets one joke in before Glenda interrupts to give a series of nautical commands. The curtains fall back to reveal the theater has been transformed into a ship at sea. And they, like, did the stage shows and stuff like that, like that, the old tricks where they, like, shake the camera. And we get those guys from the Copacabana, Gritty's Cousins. Gritty's Cousins. Gritty's Cousins show up. Glenda and the Pirates perform a rousing rendition of A Capital Ship. Consisting of a dance number and some rough housing. So these always remind me, like, these people, these, for whatever reason, my grandma tells a story. So my grandma famously is the niece of the famous baker, Carlo, from, mm-hmm. you know, Carlo's Bakery. Cake Boss. And, um, you know, Cake Boss was the apprentice of, anyway. Cake Boss's dad was the apprentice of my grandma's uncle. Like, that's how far it goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she said they would come to, like, like events and birthdays and of course they would bring like pastries and she said Mm -hmm. they would walk into the room and they would like they were enormous essentially they were like gigantic and Uh they wouldn't eat they wouldn't eat the cakes in front like they wouldn't like whatever and when these guys come in I'm like I always because they're so big and round and I'm just imagine them as like Carlo's family (laughs) like I love that like learning about that bakery because apparently before like the television show and all of that cake boss easy cakes whatever the fuck you want to call all the shows that he's had buddy Velastro apparently I had like hundreds of cakes in there because my uncle used to work over near there and he would like only oh, yeah. bring baked goods from gotta there. go to Carlos and I'm like that's so bizarre that like whether I knew it or not before it was like the celebrity bakery mm-hmm. was you know had it a bunch of times when we were there it was a New Jersey staple it's like Hoboken staple it's wild how like there's ones that have now gone out of business in like Red Bank and Cranford and stuff like Westfield rather that like they just closed like they you know it's yeah. just I guess it's it's fallen from its oh yeah it's it's it's, from it's, its huge status. it's like huge in Las Vegas now yeah. it's like it's not the same though either like I they, can't imagine the quality is not the same it's not the same it's not what Carlo Gustafaro from mm-hmm. Italy you yeah. know it's so wild to me. So, like, our my wife's family from California was visiting, and we drove them to the airport, and they were, like, way too early. So we were like, oh, let's go get something to eat. And her aunt had pitched that we go somewhere in Hoboken. And we were, like, driving around you Hoboken. Go to Boken? And we found – it was, like, a um, – I don't remember what kind of – it was, like, a pita place that we stopped at. And it was right next to Carlo's Bakery. So we, like, stepped outside, and her other aunt – was like just standing smoking a cigarette on the side of the sidewalk and she was like why do people keep taking pictures outside here and we were like outside where and we look to our right and we go oh it's carlos and she goes like she makes like a so, so what like face and we were like big whoop we were like the cake boss and she goes the who 
And we're like, what do you mean the who? You don't know who the cake boss is? I'm like, I can't believe that. Oh, they don't have the cake boss in California. They didn't get that far through the country. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> No, they stopped in Vegas. My God. That is so funny. Yeah, they, yeah. The, the homestead It's so funny when Vegas. people, like, because Hoboken is so popular. And it's like, people talk to me about, like, oh, I'm going to Hoboken, hanging out in Hoboken. And I'm just like. You mean the old country, right? <laughs> that I feel like that's where my ancestors are from. Uh-huh. Even though it's like not, but I feel like it is. Mine are all from Jersey City. Yeah. My my ancestors they are sat from on the stoop. Hombo- uh-huh. Hoboken. Yeah. yeah. And like Hoboken is supposedly so cool now and stuff too. Like, I mean, you just said you're talking to coworkers and they're going out there. Yeah, my grandma lived, grew up in a flat mm-hmm. with no hot water. None. Would she boil it for She for didn't a have hot running water until no. she was a full grown adult and moved and like was married. Oh my god. Isn't that insane? It's insane like what our grandparents have lived through. Yeah. You know? I know it's nuts what we've lived through they also. Were, like, like I'm not denying that. No, but, but like, they were like hungry and poor and the only reason they had food sometimes is because her father and this is her father died when she was ten years old. Mm-hmm. But her father worked at a bar and would bring home like the daily soup from the bar for mm-hmm. them to eat. Like they had no fucking food. And that's at like close of the bar, right? So now like even if you're thinking like ten o'clock, so now these people are eating for maybe the first time that day. No, like, no, no. They he night. would send it home with them. Oh, like it was okay. like yeah. And whose bar it was me. the family of the Sinatras. Sinat- really? Frank Sinatra's parents oh, owned Blue that Eyes. bar. Yeah, owned that bar and I guess her dad worked for them. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a Hoboken was a very small community. Everybody knew each other. Mm-hmm. Very Italian. <laughs> our family, my family, our family. I look at you. When you hear your family, my family has the their supposed. You know this the old why the old family story was that my great grandmother's mother worked at bars in the Atlantic Highlands, and she supposedly during Prohibition served. Um, Al Capone and Al Capone tipped her and the other girls so well that my great grandmother's mother was able to now then stay in the area for a few more, you know, like she could afford rent or whatever, basically. With a nickel. It's with, crazy. Yeah, with the nickel. You know, she bent it in half with her teeth to yeah. check to see if it, was, if it was real or not. But, you know, like, it's so interesting, the, like, the stories that you get from, like, these older relatives. No, it's crazy. We're going this weekend to talk. Like, my grandmother's birthday is on Sunday. And we're, like, going to just, like, look through old photos and have her tell us stories. Like, yeah. You know? My grandma has, like, movie reels. Like, there's no sound. But mm-hmm. she really wants me to see them. And I, I want to see them so badly. Um, and it's just, it is, it's insane. The world that she grew up with and what she had to do growing up. And, like, for me to live my life now. It's, yeah. like. Uh-huh. Like, like the she, ripples And she of has everything. no comprehension she doesn't even understand what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. She she has no idea. Megan, I love you. You're one of my best friends in the entire world, and I hardly know what I, you do. <laughs> and that's not for you know lack of asking and talking and everything. Yeah, you, I get you it. You have a very interesting. I have a niche. Yeah, job. dude. But, but yeah, I, I like, can only even imagine. Even if I like explain it, yeah. you know, she just thinks I do graphics for a living. Now, mind you, I uh-huh. don't do graphics uh-huh. or graphic design. Uh-huh. I just. I'm, but so I'm sure it's easier to sometimes be like. I'm yep. creative, yeah. That's whatever. what I do, Grandma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she has no idea. Uh-huh. And it's so funny because when she talks about, oh, the accomplishments of people, she's always like, 
oh well you know your brother he bought a house he did this and like uh-huh. always and then she's and then like she has no idea about my life like she doesn't even understand my life uh-huh. at all she's just like and you're so great you're doing great uh-huh. like that's it you know you got your toothpaste <laughs> yeah i got my toothpaste <laughs> and just but it is crazy to think about like they were so poor uh-huh and my i mean i'm not saying like I didn't grow up How with like a ton of no. money, but like my dad's family too. Like, so they were really poor. And then like my dad's family got the opportunity because my grandfather was in the military mm-hmm. to like move to the suburbs. Yeah. Right. So when they built all those suburban houses, all those military guys got a break. Mm-hmm. They were like, you guys are the first ones first come, you know, yeah. you, so, you know, they got to move to the suburbs, but even when they moved to the suburbs, I mean, they lived off of things falling off of a truck, like mm-hmm. for a yeah. very long time yeah and then like my grandpa but my grandma like there was an in-ground pool my grandma paid for that herself four thousand dollars she worked at like a f- four thousand dollars for a pool and the That's sliding pond too. and everything you know so she and she saved up for it she mm-hmm. worked at um like a, a place called antonio's mm-hmm. as a server and worked her fucking ass off at night yeah isn't that crazy? And then I'm like, I, you know, I hustled a lot when I was younger. But I mean, we're talking like she was probably in her 30s and 40s mm-hmm. doing something like that. Three kids. Yeah. Right. No, you she know, has four, four kids. There's four. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. And her husband was a drunk. You know, so it's not easy. Substances. Anyway, I'm ranting now. <laughs> Muppets. Let me move your soapbox, man. Yeah. Hang on. I don't mean to be on a, <laughs> no, I don't mean no, to be no, on no. a soapbox. I'm but yeah, you, like, I'm just can, giving can, you shit. Can you move it for me? I might trip and <laughs> get a concussion. Oh my god, you'll spill your cup of water all over the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. In the UK spot, Eric the parrot sings Carolina in the morning while the Swedish chef readies him for the kitchen. This was the UK spot, right? Yes. I Eric has the last words when he shoots him in the face with the blunderbuss pistol. This is when the episode starts to get really good. Carolina in the morning is a song by Walter Donaldson and Gus Khan. Not Genghis Khan, just Gus Just Khan. Gus. <laughs> I go by, imagine if Genghis Khan just went by Gus. I just go by Gus. You know, Genghis Khan is a character in the show Clone High. And I wonder <laughs> if they call him something, like if they have a shorter name for him. It's Gus. My friends call me Gus. Continuing the illusion that the whole theater is sailing on the ocean, that pirates work busily backstage. One raises a pirate flag. Sweden takes the helm from the upstairs landing. And the whole room rocks back and forth, making Scooter seasick. If any of these motherfuckers was going to get seasick, it was going to be Scooter. And I love that they painted his face green. His face is green. He looks weird as hell. Green is but Kermit such a 70s. Was tickled. Is such an old-fashioned, like, I am seasick. My eyes are crossed. Yeah. My face is green. <laughs> like, <clears throat> it kind of reminds me of in Pinocchio, when Pinocchio smokes a cigar and he he like he gets, looks like yeah. he's gonna die. He like, yeah. like he's just gonna retch. The rock. I ain't got no strings to hold me down. Someone the other day in the shop was asking me if I've seen like the Little Mermaid, the new remake, and I'm like, no, it doesn't interest me. I don't think any of these remakes have been necessary. The only one that I was kind of tempted to watch was Pinocchio, and I loaded it up. And it didn't start the same as the animated movie. And I went, nope. And I immediately turned it off and just watched the wait, animated movie. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so it's live action. Mm-hmm. And Tom, Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Then no. Tom Hanks is Geppetto. Mm-hmm. The only cool thing that they did is in this one, the puppet that he makes, the marionette, is truly in a wooden physical design of 
the animated version of Pinocchio. That's cool. So it looks very cool because it's very true to the source material of Disney's original version. Not source material, but, you know, their source material. So Disney loves Tom Hanks, right? Disney loves Tom Hanks, okay. yeah. Yeah. They love him. I mean, and Tom Hanks, of course, famously, he he's involved in Pizzagate, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the blood of Wait, children. his... his and- uh... His son is called Chet. Chet. We've talked extensively yeah. about Chet Hanks. Yeah. I'm seeing a bit more about this on TikTok. I oh, think the really? conspiracies are bubbling up again. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense that conspiracies would be bubbling up again because we are getting very close to the election, the election cycle starting. Yeah. Uh, but I forgot to talk to you about, um, oh my God, why can't I think? I want to say Pat Sajak, not Pat Sajak. What's his name? He passed. Bob Barker. Bob Barker, yeah. Yeah. How there's a conspiracy, a Mandela effect conspiracy theory that Bob Barker died years ago when um, yes. Jim Carrey, t- John Drew Carrey, Drew Carrey took over uh, the show. Now your confusion there with saying Jim Carrey comes, I think, maybe from the episode of Celebrity Deathmatch where Drew Carrey, Jim Carrey, and Mariah Carey have a death brawl. Oh, I love this. I'm gonna guess it's. And that. I really just want to say that's brisk, baby. I loved those commercials. <laughs> those commercials are super adjacent to to Celebrity Deathmatch. Huh? Yeah, the same animators. But yeah, made I, it. I I I didn't believe Bob Barker died in 2007 when Drew Carey took over the show. Or he took over the show that long ago. Yes, you're kidding me. I swear to you. But I did believe that he died pre-COVID. I thought he died like, you know, like that mushy like yeah. February 2020. Oh my or god! Or to like to like May of 2020, where like we lost a bunch of celebrities, like pretty early, all of whom I cannot name. But I think Cloris Leachman was in that clump. Aww. Like there was a couple folks in that clump where it was like they almost got like kind of washed over from all the COVID stuff. You know, it's fucking wild. Meatloaf, remember Meatloaf died of COVID? Oh god! Paradise spot. Sorry. Yesterday, I was supposed to see Dinosaur Jr. in Asbury Park. Oh, my God. And that concert got canceled because Dinosaur Jr. has COVID. No. Are we ever going to get to see Dinosaur Jr.? I sure hope so. I sure hope so, too. And I hope they don't play in a place like Brooklyn. I will not. Cannot. That's too far. And it's too... Mm-hmm. It's too, too. I don't even know what to call it anymore. Mm-hmm. It no, is. I... It's just too... It's yeah. too... I won't do it. I won't do it. So we the live rocking- in a fake, <laughs> phony world with fake, phony people. Fuck it. Brooklyn's gentrified. Yeah, man. It's not real anymore. It's not real. Can't even get a slice. Can't even get a parkum space. Parkum. <laughs> parkum space. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. See, I didn't like this episode, so I feel like I'm dragging it. I don't on. care. It's fine. The rocking continues at the dance. Contributing to the gags between I was partners. like, no way there's an at the dance. I know. This was but a I did good like one. The, I mean, because they played to the fucking, to the, to the, They to had the some dumbass jokes. Remember the one episode where they did an at the dance and it was all tennis related? There was what some, the fuck was that There were some gay couples. You, oh yeah, I think we're looking at one here. This crackle. Craggles. I know they're interspecies. But what is this, guys, like Mass right? Effect 3? You're allowed to have gay relationships as long as it's intergalactic as long as they're interspecies yeah you know uh, what women are gonna marry women and then what a guy's gonna marry a dog megan <laughs> that's what's gonna happen it's oh gonna my be chaos. god oh my god so uh, speaking of twitter even though you're like off of twitter mm-hmm. um 
Barack Obama's like estranged brother. He was, oh my god! Did yeah. you see my reply to him? No. He was like, I don't participate or I don't support. Like he's used the term tree, and I said, then I said, stop being a hypocrite because it sounds like you have a big old dick in your mouth. <laughs> oh no, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my god! I couldn't even believe he said that. I'm like, who fucking speaks like Is that? Is this all like in relation to the? We talked about this while we were on vacation together, but that Tucker Carlson was going to have on the man that claimed to have had sex with Barack Obama. Oh, is that what yes. this is all in response to? Because Tucker Carlson, I think, now has a Twitter show. What ha- happened was Tucker Carlson. Yeah, you're right. Because I was like, why is he even saying this? Because mm-hmm. I, I, of course, I forgot about that, and I was like, yeah, why is I was so pissed, and I'm like, why is Twitter showing me this? I don't understand that. It's like, is, are they trying to make you mad or are they trying to, like, teach you? You know, trying to like, rile me up. And then my other tweet was, um, I'm pretty sure the name Megan was the jagged little pill of, like, 1987 through, like, 1993. <laughs> and I'm like, stop naming your kids Megan. Like, please, I hope that's over now. Shortly thereafter, they started with Lauren and Brittany. <laughs> and... There's so, I'm meeting more Megans than ever. And they're really? all my age. And I'm like, why is everybody's name Megan? It's annoying. I don't know. When man. I was in cheerleading... In mm-hmm. high school, there were three Megans on the team. Like, I'll tell you, as much as I hate my name, at least it's unique outside of my family. Unique New York. You know? Like, I don't know another Doug that's I do. not related to me. But it's... I, I've probably known, like, four Dougs in my whole life. Really? Yeah. But all older than you. Mm-hmm. Any of them related to me? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's it's what I'm saying. It's like a very yeah. It's like way rarer. Like yeah. Megan's too much of a yeah. Like it's it's a very generational name. You know, like it is. It's too much. It's like yeah. the millennial name. It is a millennial name. I'm sorry. It's okay to say. It's not even. I'm tired. Can it's I not tell a grown up's name. Why would my parents name me a name that I can't be a grown up with? This See, name? that is interesting. This is not a grown up's name. I don't disagree with you, but I think I think. I feel like Meg is more grown up than Megan for some reason. Does yeah, that well, make sense to you? How do you feel? I, I, Let's deep into it. Come on. I, do I like the name Megan? No. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's a little girl's name? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't care if people call me Megan or Meg, though. It doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. But most people end up calling me Meg. Yeah. I feel like Meg is a little bit more grown up. It's like... It's 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 the you know she's changing her name from Kitty to Catherine I yeah. think but but the opposite <laughs> yeah um, no I don't think that it's a bad name like you know it is a, it, it does feel like it's a millennial name though oh so I so. watched a video today that irritated me I'm tired of Zoomers uh, Gen Z kids making fun of millennials I've had enough of it we had we got made fun of the, by the generation ahead of us. I don't. I think we need to work together. Actually, to take down the boomers and Gen X. I saw a Gen Zer. Somebody in Congress was like, went on a rant about a millennial in Congress went on mm-hmm. a rant about like um, why people don't believe the Republicans anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, oh, Joe Biden's family took all this money from Ukraine, and he was like, because. Um, Jared, uh, I want to say Jared Leto, but I'm not. Jared Kushner, Kushner. took like billions of dollars. I know, billions of dollars. Anyway, uh-huh. he was on. He was like, this is why millennials rock because there's nothing for them to lose anymore. Yeah. So we just say cares? what the fuck ever. Yeah. And it's true. We have nothing to lose. Yeah. Our lives have been shit from uh-huh. our parents were boomers. Nuff said. Yeah. Well, your parents are Gen X, right? Your mom's borderline. Yeah. She's a boomer. But like. 
Boomers. Boomers. Boomers raised us. Yeah. We lived, We were brought up in a fucking... You think boomers are bad now? Mm-hmm. Try having them as your fucking parents. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And yeah, so... And of course Gen Xers are way cooler. They don't like Gen X either. I'm like, I'm still about the Gen X generation. Uh-huh. I'm like, Gen X is way yeah, cooler than like, me still. Watching <laughs> like Gen Z like tease us for being cringe y'all are cringe no they're cringe they don't even know where things come from you don't know where things come from you don't know how to do anything you don't have an attention span i know you don't have an attention span i'm talking to you right now i'm talking to you right now pretend that a fucking video of subway surfer scrolling beneath me talking (laughs) so you can focus on what i'm saying stop making fun of you're not gonna get a promotion every single year that you're working so stuff. we're talking about Gen Z in the workforce. We have no right. I mean, I, no, I, have, I, mean, I, I have Gen Zers work working Gen under Zers. me, but they're fine. Actually, mm-hmm. a lot of the Gen Zers that I have working for me are really hard workers. And All that like, I'm talking about is a specific video that I saw today that was making uh, fun of that, things that we did when we were younger. And, and you I want you to go fuck you yourself. You have no idea what it was like having to go to Rotten.com and mm-hmm. Steak and Cheese. Mm-hmm. And those were the only websites. Yeah. Remember MemeParty.com? You want to you you get real with a millennial? Google Two Girls, One Cup right now. Oh, it- Megan, I'm 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 putting us back on the rails. You ready? <laughs> Backstage, Kermit pages Shaky Sanchez for his number with Fozzie. Speaking of two girls, one cup, doesn't Shaky Sanchez you sound get like a something? Shaky Sanchez. Uh, Can I get a Shaky Sanchez in the back room, please? I'm baiting. I'm baiting. Go away, baiting. Kermit pages Shaky Sanchez for his number, and Fozzie asks if he's okay because he looks kind of green. Lou Zealand takes an interest in Shaky's bomb balancing act just as the theater's movement on the ocean has calmed down. When Piggy passes by, she starts rocking the boat, and Shaky's bomb is passed Again, back and forth from the stage to backstage until gotta it explodes in the Gotta get a fat joke in for Piggy. Piggy's rocking the boat because Piggy- she- Piggy without a fat joke is some real restraint from these guys, right? Jim, lo- I think Jim just loves to make fun of how fat she is. I think he does, too. She's a real porker. It's it's like messed up. It's tired. It's stupid. Next, Glenda tells Kermit that it's too late to close the show because the finale consists of a musical battle at sea. The extended sequence spans a medley of several sea shanty songs on the deck of the pirate ship. When the pirates run out of ammunition, the Flying Zucchini Brothers offer to stand in as projectiles. Under attack by the Flying Chickens, Glenda notices that they've come under attack by a scourge of the sea, Gonzo the Great. This is the best part. His ship, his ship approaches to board the Muppet Theater as his chickens launch him as a living grappling hook. Gonzo's nose was made for this. Right? It's perfect. An all-out battle commences... Filled with sword fighting, explosions, bombs launched with baseball bats, and various acts of swashbucklery. Determined to regain control of the theater, Kermit boards and entangles himself in the sword fight with Glenda. Kermit's sword play triumphs, and the Muppets find Glenda and her pirates in defeat. Switching sides, Sweetum ties up his former captain, bringing the battle medley to a close. Next, singing off the show, Kermit thanks Glenda for playing a pirate on the show. As she takes a bow, she picks up a sword and exclaims that she's really a pirate. A net drops, trapping the Muppets as Kermit tells the audience that they'll see him next time. Still a pirate to the end, Glenda addresses the audience, Don't hold your breath. I did like the double fake out that she did. I like the double fake out, and I like the real closer of the show. Yeah. The Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf and the the crow's nest. In Statler and Waldorf's epilogue, it's from atop the map. 
Statler and Waldorf's epilogue is from atop the mast where they ask why the lookout is called the crow's nest. A crow appears and says, gotta get out of my nest, you dummies. (laughs) It's just so stupid. (laughs) Wow, we really didn't like this episode. We talked a lot about, like, the world and how it's changed. And you know what? We have a lot to say, but we know nothing from the 70s. We don't know what it was like to be 1980 coming from the 70s. We really don't. I'm sure it was a wildly cool time. Like, keyboards were just becoming really popular. Yeah. I love the keyboard noises. Next week, we're going to watch the Senior Winces episode, Meg. I don't even know who that is. Oh, my God. You ready Read for me the synopsis. In honor of... So, this is episode 508, Senior Winces. In honor of Senior Winces and his puppets, Kermit decides to do something new, a puppet show. Fozzie wants to do a marionette act with a dancing clown puppet, but the marionette Ugh. eventually pulls Fozzie down on the stage with him and takes control of the strings himself. This sounds scary and so good. So, this is going to be an experiment in puppeting i think i love it senior winces is a he's a puppeteer he was born in 198 he was born in i'm sorry 1896 and passed in 1999 i remember he would do this i've seen this around he would do like the hand mouth oh yeah, character yeah. he had a hand oh, character, I know this character that had like that yeah and it's not the one from south park oh my god j-lo jennifer lopez my taco flavored kisses wait isn't didn't mr garrison used to have a sock Mr. Garrison had, yeah, a sock puppet, right? On, like, a stick or whatever. Oh. He had a sock puppet. That Mr. Hat was his name. Mr. Oh, Mr. And Hat. And then he had Mr. Stick. Mr. Hat. But Cartman plays Jennifer Lopez. And Jennifer oh, yeah. Lopez marries Ben Affleck. The whole thing is fucking ridiculous. South Park was a wild ride, man. And it's still going. So join us next week as we watch episode 508, the Senior Winces episode of The Muppet Show. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. Message us. Leave us a review on uh, any of those uh, podcast platforms. Yeah, and if you have something negative to say, say it on Twitter. Yeah, or keep it to yourself. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell me. But, um, (laughs) you know, all that and more. And until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Gonzarella. Gonzarella.